hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. And I'm here with one of the most spiritual people I know, <laughs> Craig, the irreverend Craig Sloan. Uh, nobody's going to know what that means. No, Reverend Craig Sloan, a uh, long, longtime friend, uh, fellow minister. Uh, he's one of the few people that I can actually call friend. Uh, in ministry, and I hope he feels the same. I do. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Right here, bro. You a betty, man. I love you. I love you too, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, we uh, we stumbled on something this morning that I think is going to be tremendously impactful to you that are listening uh, or watching today. And, uh, Craig, you've walked through some really difficult challenges. Uh, you have. Uh, you've got a tremendous testimony uh, of losing loved ones, uh, mm. family members uh, to uh, just traumatic things. Uh, you've been in and been through a lot of intense seasons of ministry, mm. uh, and a, a little bit of our pathways are somewhat paralleled in the sense that uh, I I m- remember talking to you. We started both hating that spirit of religion mm-hmm. back years ago and, uh, you know, kind of just pull back even a little bit from ministry for a season. Mm-hmm. I still filled the pulpit, but I wasn't home. <laughs> they no. were, they were, I was there, but there wasn't nobody home, you know, yeah. and then we went through that season of, I remember that, you know, just really, anyway, it's just been a lot of challenges and bumps along the road, uh, which is fine with me. You know, we've grown through it. It's not always fun. You wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy, but you're grateful at the end of that because you have grown and, and learned to trust the Lord more. Um, but we were stumbling on something earlier that I think is just a powerful key in Revelation that not many people seem to walk in and realize. And it was about the subject of authority. Mm. And I want to tell you just from the onset of this this little talk today that if you're going through challenging times and you're following the Lord and you feel like you're constantly under attack, this message is for you. And I believe this will absolutely end those, the, the effects of those attacks, Mm. uh, that are, that cause you to want to quit, uh, Mm. cause you to want to throw in the towel. I've been there hundreds of times, Mm. uh, where, and I know you have as well. You just say to yourself, I can't do this anymore, and I won't do this anymore. If you're at that place, you need to you need to minimize distractions right now and pay attention to what the Lord wants to release into you. So talking about the subject of authority, Craig, uh, we, we understand as Americans, I mean, we, we live in a country that's built upon law. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's built upon the courts, and, you know, we obviously have law enforcement, uh, which we have understood since we were born yeah. in this country. You know, uh, I respect law enforcement. I know they're there to help people and do their job. Uh, and we see that principle, and you see a cop, he pulls you over. Maybe you're breaking. Do you speed when you drive? No. No, you're you obey the law. five dollars in insurance, paying, putting five dollars through college. <laughs> you don't want no ticket. No. You don't want no ticket. No insurance. Well, well I don't. I don't have children I, in college right I, now. I've driven with you, ridden <laughs> with you, so I know that we've had ministry to uh, police officers that have stopped you. 
He's like, do you want to give the police officer a prophetic word? Let's go ahead. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and believe God right let's now. stop him. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, bro. I, unfortunately, I have a very heavy foot. And uh, I, I drive fast. I, I shouldn't. I sometimes feel bad about it. But my wife does, too. We, we just drive fast. But if you get pulled over. <laughs> you call your father-in-law. <laughs> no, I don't call nobody, bro. I just take it. I take it like it is because I know I deserve it. But yeah, that policeman comes up to the car, and I roll down the window. I keep my hands where he could see them. <laughs> I ain't trying to be no hero or or desperado. And uh, so he says that he wants my license, registration, insurance, all that stuff. He goes back, runs the stuff, comes back, maybe gives me a ticket. You know, I'll be praying in tongues, hoping he doesn't give me a ticket, you know. Do <laughs> you, you tell him the story that you're a pastor? Oh, I've, I've said that, and I've had police officers cuss at me and say, I don't care what you are, you broke the law, you know. But that guy comes back. He issues me a ticket if he does, and uh, I pay that ticket, and that's the end of it. Yeah. But the thing is, that police officer, I obey him because I'm smart. And I wasn't smart to speed, but I was smart to, you know, <laughs> listen to him when he pulled me over. Yeah. And uh, the reason I listen to him and obey him is because I recognize that he has the authority. Yeah. And, you know, somebody gave the illustration one time. They said, hey, you know, the cops out there stopping traffic. Maybe the power went out, the lights, the construction zone, whatever. That cop holds up his hand and those cars stop. Yeah. You know, they don't stop because that guy can physically stop them. They recognize he's got a uniform on, a badge, a firearm. You know, he's got the car there with the things on, whatever. We recognize that, and what do we do? We stop. And the the revelation, Craig, is the devil recognizes authority. Yes. And and the church has failed in its ministry mm. of authority. Mm. You and I were talking about some scriptures, and I want to share a couple of them. Luke 10, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll kick it off, and then I got a couple. You, you, you got a couple that you're going to do. But Luke uh, chapter 10, you need to write these down, and you need to think over these because this will absolutely revel. This will end the devil's heyday in your life mm. because once you realize that you have authority over him, he will stop in his maneuvers, or you'll be able to You just say to him, hey, you put your hand up. And say, no, you can't come another step further. The devil recognizes authority. Listen to this, what Jesus said in Luke chapter 10. And he said, to, he's Jesus speaking, I said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Mm. You know, somebody said God just flicked the devil and he flew out of, you know, knocked him right out of heaven. I don't know how that happened. I mm. see it like Thor, you know, and he shoots down and lands on the ground. Mm. I don't know if it's something like that. It wasn't as majestic as that. The devil, God said, I've had enough of you yeah. out of my presence. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Then he said this, verse 19, Jesus mm. speaking to his disciples, he said, behold, I give you authority. Come on. Authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Now, obviously, those represent uh, powers of evil and darkness and demonic powers. And... Jesus said, over all the power of the enemy, mm. and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on. 
So Jesus at this moment said, I give you the authority. Zuzia. You know the word? Yeah. Man, you didn't tell me beforehand. <laughs> I didn't know. I never even heard the word. Craig's like a walking Greek thesaurus, man. I don't know. He said all them words. He said all the words sound like epizuti to me. I don't know. But he, what does it mean? Azuzia means the power to operate. It is the authority to operate in power. <laughs> it's the authority to operate in power. So you can have power that's, all, that's already been given to you by the Holy Spirit that lives in you, but the authority is what releases the power. And you have it. And I he, have well, right here in this instance, yeah, he, he gave, gave it to him. You. He gave it to him. What's the one you got? The Colossians. Uh, Colossians 2. You know, <clears throat> before I go there, I was thinking... Jesus said, I took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He says, I will. he descended that he might ascend. He went into the depths of hell, and he led captivity captive. He took the keys. He punched the devils in the mouth, knocked his teeth out, took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And it says he led those who were in captivity into freedom. I thought about this. If, if Satan is the one that has the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and Jesus plundered him and took the keys from him, then the devil does not have the keys to his own house. (laughs) (laughs) Makes you want to laugh, don't it? He's locked out of his own house, which means he has no authority. He has no power. It says it here in Colossians. You better listen. You better listen here. You better listen. This is the Passion Translation, and New King James is really good too. A message, but it says he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record, and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all. They cannot be retrieved. Everything we were once in Adam, he placed it on the cross, nailed it permanently. As a public display of cancelization. In other wow. words, he canceled out anything. The Bible says there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. He actually took anything the enemy can use in the courts of heaven against you. Jesus took it on himself. There's no charges. There's no charges. There's no, char- there's no, char- there's there's no, no crimes. And, and one, I've heard it said this way. We'll read the next part of the scripture. But the enemy has no legal right. To operate against God. you. He cannot steal, kill, and destroy unless you give him legal right. How do you give him legal right? Disobedience, sin, or walking you just away open from up the him. Door. You just open up the door and well, let him come Yeah, in. and Paul says, we're going to go into some place. Paul said, don't give place to the devil. That word place, <laughs> it means to give a place of operation, an office to set up. And so... Well, here's how I've always thought of it. This has helped me. This is something I've used in my life is a, is a practical thing because you like practicality and being able to make it real yeah, so yeah. that we can apply yeah. it. You know, think about this. If, if, the, if you have a robber, he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. If he can get in, if you leave a window open, you can lock the front door. You can have a $10,000 security system on your door. But if you leave a window open in any bedroom, he can get in that window. What happens when he gets in? He, gets, he has access to any place in that house. So watch this. You can open a door of disobedience and sin or come out of the covering that he's put over your life, that spiritual authority. And if he gets into the living room, he can get in the kitchen. If he gets in the kitchen, he can get in the bedroom. If he gets in the bedroom, he can get in the, the dining room. So yeah. 
if we open up any door as small as it, that's why Paul said it's, it's important that you don't give any place to the devil. And so he goes on here and he says, Powerful. then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities yeah, of here, darkness. This is it right here. Stripping away from them every weapon, every weapon. Listen, the devil is disarmed. He doesn't even have weapons. He don't have keys or weapons. So what can he do to us? Hmm. And it says, and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around. I love this. He led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Now, let me just say this. Isn't that interesting how that reversed? He was their prisoner. Yeah. Then... They became his. By die, by death, he flipped it. And so there's, uh, there's you know, Isaiah says it. He says, and Isaiah sits in the year of Uzziah, King Uzziah died. I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And it says, the trains of his robe filled the temple, and the angels cried, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Now watch this. The angel... This is actually going to make sense. He's looking at me like, what does this have to do with the fire? Oh, no, no, you're on it. No, but when the when the trains of the his it says the trains of his fills his temple. That word trains is actually talking about a kingly garment. And what they would do in the Old Testament, you know this, is that when they would conquer a king, this is what this is talking about. Paul's relating to this. They would conquer a king over a, a city or a region or a, a, a place. They would cut his garments at the half, right about at your waist. They would cut the garments. It revealed his backside, backside, which was a sign of shame and defeat that he had been spoiled, that had no power, no authority, no kingship, no rulership. And then they would take that part of that garment and they would, they would sew it on to the garment of the king that won the victory. So his would just keep growing longer. The more victories you yeah. won, the longer the So I saw the Lord high wow. lifted up and Glory the trains of his t- the trains of his his garment filled the temple and it had no end. Why? Dude, he, because Jesus is wow, king of kings and lord powerful. of lords and he he conquered, he conquered them all. Yeah. <laughs> and, there was nothing this, unconquered. Yeah. And so his, his train filled the temple. Train, Glory the to of his God. Ah. And there's no the angels <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, the, angels, the angels, <laughs> the angels, the angels, <laughs> I feel the glory. The angels would, they would, they would fall down. And it says even in Revelation, they would fall down. And then they would come up and look at the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And they would go, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. And then they would kneel again. They'd come up. You know why? Because every time they came up, they saw something else added to the train. God. They saw something else added to the garment. <laughs> just, they, were, they, were in, they were in ever in never ending awe. Yeah. It just kept increasing. The awe. It is ever increasing kingdom, a kingdom that has no end. It's dominion, it's power, Dude, this it's authority. Is powerful right now, here's here. the other thing. He said, I have made you king. Of, I am king of kings and lord of lords. What does that mean? That means that he is a king of kings. You're a king, you're a lord. You're supposed to rule and reign, you're supposed to live and authority you're supposed to trample over serpents and scorpions over all the powers of the enemy and mm. nothing by any means shall harm you yeah this is interesting i want to Woo! read this scripture man that's sorry just, i didn't no no that. that bro that just you just hit it on the head on that one i've never heard that before that's powerful listen mm. to this one of my favorite scriptures and i have not read this in a while um it says in romans 5 17 Ooh. 
It says, for if by one man's offense, or offense, Adam, talking about Adam's sin in the garden, if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, talking about Adam's transgression, and that through that transgression death reigned upon all men. Ooh. Adam opened up the door <laughs> to death. Death reigned upon all men. Listen to this. Much more, much more those who receive the abundance of Ooh. grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign, R-E-I-G-N, reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. The Amplified says they will reign in life like a king. Isn't that interesting? Let me pull that up real quick so I don't misquote it. Verse 17, Amplified, it says, they will reign, uh, mama, 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 here we go. It says, uh, if through one man's trespass, lapse offense, death reigned through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor, and the free gift of righteousness, putting them in right standing with himself, reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. And it's it's interesting, Craig, because I'm going to say it again, just practically, because I know where you are, I know where I've been. If you're getting your head bashed in by the devil, let me tell you right here where you're missing it. You don't realize that he regained the spiritual spiritual authority in the spirit realm. Mm. He regained the authority from the devil. Mm. When he conquered Satan in what you just described, he didn't leave anything unconquered. No. So he is, what's that song Darlene Check wrote years ago? Uh, the Victor's Crown. Mm. there's nothing that he did not conquer. Mm. And then the Bible says that when he ascended, he delegated that authority (laughs) to the church. Now, this is in Ephesians 1. We don't have time to get into it today. Read it on your own. Ephesians 1 and chapter 2. Read it over and over again and let the Lord speak to you, even on into chapter 3. Read those chapters. Read them every day, multiple times a day if you can. They reveal more than any other book in the Bible the authority of yes. the believer, okay? Ooh. So it says he delegated that authority, which means the, th- the same authority that Jesus had. <laughs> you said last night, the same thing. The same authority, <laughs> yeah, the same authority that Jesus has is the same authority that you and I have as believers. Now, yeah. again, back to the illustration of the policeman. He holds up his hand. He stops a line of traffic <laughs> 10 miles back. It's, he doesn't have the physical power to stop that traffic, but he does have the authority. Mm. And the devil knows and recognizes authority. Now, listen to this. Kenneth E. Hagin said this. Let's listen to this. And this is all bring it together right here. Oh, my gosh. Kenneth E. Hagin said this. He said, the devil will fight you more on this subject than any other subject in the Bible. Oh, wow. Because, let me say that again, the devil will fight you more on this subject than any other subject in the Bible. Meaning he's going to try to keep you from this subject more than any other subject in the Bible. Mm. Because once you get a hold of the fact that you have authority, Mm. the same authority that Jesus has is (laughs) the same authority you have. When you realize that, the devil knows his days are over of uh, coming into your life and wreaking havoc. Mm, it's over. Man. So uh, pr- let me give you something practical before we end today. And this is where the rubber meets the road here. 
I was dealing with something last night. I wanted you to say this. Yeah. I believe this is going to I was something. dealing with something, and I have been for, really, since, since 2021 came in. And this has been an onslaught of the enemy. This has been one of the most challenging seasons in my life. Mm. I've been under attack where Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12. Buffeted. Buffeted. He said the enemy, Satan, sent a messenger to buffet me. That was a demonic uh, principality or some, some, of some kind. And it, the word buffet means he attack after attack after attack. That's what's happening right now in the body of Christ. Uh-huh. Buffet, a buffeting. So anyway, he, uh, I've been dealing with this since the beginning of 2021. And I, I just been attack after attack, physical attack. My body's gone through more sickness in 2021 than in my entire life combined probably. My mind's been under attack. Uh, just my emotions, everything's been under attack. And, you know, you've, you've actually ministered to me multiple times, and I've had tremendous breakthroughs, but that buffeting process was still in motion. Mm. And that's a whole other sermon. There's a whole other side of this we don't have time to get into. But the Lord ministered to me last night uh, after a service that we were in, and the word authority rose up in my spirit. And I began to think about this. And I began to confess. This is, this is the practicality of how this stuff works. I began to confess and say out loud, I have authority. Mm. Like it, it just dawned on me. It was re-stirred, reignited in me. I have authority over Satan. Yes. I have the authority. So meaning when I say stop, he recognizes that authority if I recognize it. Mm. The problem with most believers is they don't know they have the authority. So therefore mm. they're never going to exercise it, right? Or they'll exercise it like the sons of Sceva. I thought about and they don't really know, really, that they possess it. They're just they're playing with it like yeah, a toy. Yeah. But when you know your authority, you can stand up and say, no, not another step further, devil. So last night I was meditating on this. I said, I have authority. I began to say it, and, and, my, and my faith built, my confidence oh. built. And then I said, told Craig, my body was under attack, and within 10 minutes of doing this, every symptom left my body. Mm, wow, it's, that's so powerful. When you know, you, I think just you, the fact that you know you have the authority, those symptoms will not hang around. Because mm. the devil bullies those. Remember, he's a bully. Yeah. He bullies bully people weaker than them. Yeah. They, but what you know what stops a bully? When you stop, when you step up and pop him in the in the mouth. Yes, come on. And because you, you got to stop a bully. A bully doesn't. They'll keep taking advantage of until you until you tell them that them down. you got to tell them to stop. To the bullies <laughs> in high school. You used to bully the bullies. Yeah. Did you I, ever get shut down? No. <laughs> you knew your authority. I have a story, but we don't have you, time. You to knew tell your it. authority. I want to encourage you that with this as we end. Take the time to think on these scriptures. Yes. He sir. just read Colossians two, uh, fifteen around there. I read Luke 10, 18, and 19. Another one, Ephesians 1, 15 through chapter 2, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, on through Matthew 16. 2, uh, verse 6. Matthew 16, mm-hmm. whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. The, the reason that you're getting your butt kicked right now is because you either, number one, don't know you have authority, or number two, you're not exercising your authority. Because I'm telling you, when you know it and you use it, the devil stops every single time. He'll, he, he will leave you alone in that regard or will not be able to overcome you because you stop him in his tracks or his attacks become ineffective. The key to yeah. victory is you knowing your authority. Come on. And your authority is the same authority 
that Jesus has. Ephesians 2.6, we're seated with him. Yes. Notice seated. They, we're, you said it last night, you can't build when you're in constant warfare. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that it says we're seated? The Lord gave me this vision. When you're seated, he just stretches forth his scepter. Yes. Or he decrees a thing and it is established. Yes. There's a position that we have not settled, settled into, and that is being seated with Christ. Mm. For someone that he's conquered everything. Yeah. And we're literally seated with him. Like spiritually, we're one spirit with him. We're seated yes. with him. Yes. Which means everything that's in him is in us. Why would we struggle another day in our life? I want to declare today. Come on. I have total victory. Yeah. I have the authority of Jesus right now in me, and I'm seated with him in heavenly places. No weapon formed against me yeah. or you shall prosper, right? Come on. We are more than conquerors more. through him that loved us. More than. Glory to God. More than. Amen. This is our Woo. position and right in Christ. Somebody say, yeah, Pastor, and I tried that and it didn't work. No, you, you're just playing games with it. It's like playing with your food. You got to get this stuff deep in your spirit and know it is a 100% settled fact in God's heart. You have authority. Come on. You just got to exercise it. Amen. I hope you received that today. Mo, that's been powerful, bro. That's yeah, been powerful well, stuff. One small thing. I think that you guys that are watching need to get the book, The Authority of the Believer by Kenneth Hagin. If yeah. you have not read it, I actually was, as you were talking in the beginning, the Lord told me, you need to read that every month oh man you need to go back to it and read it it's we're so gonna full of the, the words, lord's so. gonna i'm gonna tell you the lord's gonna uh y'all can go we're gonna keep talking <laughs> just kidding the lord's gonna actually take that if you if we follow through on that the and lord's there's to gonna be something, something revolutionary that happens as a result of that i, I believe there's nations that are gonna open up yes and revolutions are gonna happen because yes. of that. you know that's how kenneth hagan tells a story those books got into communist countries oh yeah and they were the reason that communism ended in the country wow. because Christians started reading that book and realizing mm. if you could if you could tear down walls of communism, you can deal with the sickness in your body. It's the same authority. Glory to God. Listen, uh, Craig and I are going to let you go. I know we done kept you a little too long today, but it's been good. There's a song. Yeah. The start of revolution. Do you want a revolution? <laughs> you got to do that. Hey, listen, we love you. We believe in you. And as you follow the Lord, we believe that the best is yet to come. Uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you.